The barrier to proving the existence of God is composed of two features. The first feature is secular antipathy. Secularists a good reason to oppose all efforts to prove the existence of God. This actually a positive when it comes to the experiment and will be made use of. Secularists know they and the church are not compatible. The church or the Babylonian system must emerge victorious and the other fade away. But there is another factor to consider, and this is the church itself. Some Christians argue a proof of God is incompatible with faith, but that is not the source of the problem. The church is not ecclesiastically compatible with a proof of God. Indeed, the church and secularism have this in common, neither fulfill the conditions of the test group. An experiment needs a test group and control group. The test group ought to be composed of Christians, but how can a test group be composed of an almost infinite number of variables, none of them common to all, other than the name they are known by? The control group is required to differ in at least one quantifiable variable from the test group. The ecclesiastical differences between the Christian denominations are especially detrimental to a proof of God that links the proof with a building up of the faithful. Who are the faithful we build up? Which church is the church that manifests God on earth? We are well aware that secularists are likely to dismiss proofs the church provides as being inconclusive. But would Catholics support a proof of God that built up the Mormon church? Would Protestants get behind an experiment that ultimately benefited the Branch Davidians? If the Church has no idea what a Church is, what are secularists to make of an experiment that builds up the Church which a large majority of Christians reject and denounce as misleading and invalid? That being said, can we create an experimental proof of God that does not build the Church? The experiment will build up the faith or not. Can we build up the faithful without proving that God exists, but the experimental results will be worthless if we cannot conclusively define who the faithful is? In short, the first and foremost problem the experiment must deal with is to define, within the context of the experiment, the nature of the church. Which is not that big of a problem or not the problem people might think. The church is not its dogma nor the source of its dogma its ecclesiastics. Christ is our leader and guide, but we have allowed dogma and the teachings of leaders to divide us. The division between the world and the saved is real, but the church divided is not a biblical church and will not serve as a test group in the experiment. To pursue an experiment, the first priority is to define the test group. Christianity is a self-professed category and will not suffice for the needs of the experiment. There are wolves in sheep's clothing among us. If we are to conduct an experiment to prove the existence of God, it must demonstrate that faith is warranted. But this test is only useful if it tests those with faith in opposition to those who lack faith. The test group is composed of those who are social evangelicals. A social evangelist transforms community by means of the living word of God. Social evangelists gather in the name of Christ, not as masters, the experiment eschews administrative hierarchies, 
but as the servants of all. Persons of identical natural and professional ability have little need to associate. Tribal groups struggle because they ask too little of themselves and each other. What one does all can do. There is little need for trade or specialization. The experiment is grounded in the ideas of social evangelism and is a test on the workability of social evangelism. For the purposes of creating community and conducting this test, two or three persons come together to help one another. This is referred to as picking up one's cross and following the example of Jesus. This process of promoting social evangelism builds the church and demonstrates conclusively the existence of God. The power of God is in the power of good works. The power to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit builds the church. The key to being a believer is to build up the church. This entity is defined as those who are faithful to the Word of God. This inevitably creates a closed organization. The Word is not just symbols. The Word of God is manifested in deeds. The coming together of the faithful is not symbolic event but a critical element of being a servant. We cannot fulfill the mission He has given to us while being hermits and libertarians. But socialism is not an expression of evangelism either. Acts 11 verse 29 Then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea. That which is required is not spiritual nor is it evangelical. If we are to serve others as to Christ we must follow our heart, which is another way of saying we have to fulfill our purpose as defined by God. We are suited for some work in His kingdom. We need to find this and fulfill this role. Ephesians 6 verses 5 to 6 Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart, as unto Christ, not with eye service, as men-pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Evangelism is the work that builds the church which is the body of Christ and the body of believers who manifest Christ on earth. This body must have an identity to be a body. To be built according to the will of God it needs be composed of equal parts. To fulfill the needs of the experiment and the will of God requires a new organizational model. The body of believers is called a church in scripture, but the experiment refers to the test group as Evangeline. Evangeline is what the Bible calls a church, but configured to serve the needs of the experiment. To make matters clear and the findings of the experiment objective, it must be clear who is in which group. The test group are Evangelines, and the control group is Babylon. That which is not part of the Evangeline group is by default Babylonian. In other words, when a person is not part of the test group he or she is by default part of the Babylonian control group. This makes the comparison a simple matter of knowing the statistics generated by Evangeline and comparing these figures to those generated by any part of the remaining population. However, this being said, it must be stressed the experiment cannot equate Evangelines with the Church for the purposes of this experiment.
The test group needs to be more clearly defined than what the term church permits. We also need to guarantee there are true Scotsmen, or in this case, true residents of Evangeline. It is possible to argue there are no true followers of Christ if we look critically at what Scripture says. We ensure there are true and certified Evangelines by implementing an accounting system that creates a new business model. It is this business model we use to fund the experiment. The accounting system is based on a monetary unit called the prefer. Prefer is a contraction of preferred shares, which is a unit that designates equity. In any organization, there are assets that give the business its working capital. Evangeline rejects the idea that humans have the right to own assets. Private and public ownership is a Babylonian innovation. Evangelines own only what we create. Social evangelists specialize to add value to assets. Without some degree of specialization, we cannot add value and if we do not add value to what we have, then we must exploit what does not belong to us as freeloaders. The vast majority of people think sustainability is a good thing. Tribal persons are frequently pointed out as an example of persons who live lightly on the earth. But tribal peoples are exploiters of nature. They reap but do not sow, they harvest but do not shepherd. They do not take much because not much can be taken that is useful without some processing. Nature tends to keep the numbers of hunter-gatherers low simply because the regenerative powers of nature is low for all top predators. The earth needs to provide a lot of plant life to feed the herbivores who feed the top predators. The diversity of life means no one species can dominate the ecosystem while remaining dependent on its regenerative capacity. There is little in nature that can be used by man in its natural form. Most things mankind uses require processing. Often, they need considerable processing, but virtually all of what we use needs at least some preparatory work and cooking. Without specialization the processing of the natural world cannot proceed far. A group that cannot assign functions to large numbers of persons become trapped in their own inability to allocate jobs. Churches, as communities of Christians, were meant to enable the processing of raw assets and make them for suitable for human use. This is actually the meaning of faith. We are to trust one another and be trustworthy. The type of group a church becomes depends on the skills of the members and the needs of the community. Ideally a Christian does what he or she does best in response to the pressures of supply and demand. A social evangelist supplies what he or she can supply best within the community of believers. Every person and group of persons represent a pool of capital. Assets can be natural, technological, human, or industrial. We all have access to land, to technology, labor, and tools. Other thinkers will add capital to the mix. Capital is an important resource in Babylon but not as important in Evangeline. Faith is more important than capital. Social evangelists need a unit of account more than a medium of exchange. 
These are different things though Babylon confuses them and prioritizes the exchange function. Bank credit and fiat currency are mediums of exchange that serve poorly as a unit of account. Social evangelists focus on perfecting the unit of account factor. When a plumber takes pipe and lays it in such a way that it provides drinking water to a home, he has created value to low-value assets. This added value is called equity and equity is issued by social evangelists in the form of preferred shares. If these preferred shares are issued in denominations, they can serve as a medium of exchange as well as a unit of account. When used in accounting prefers function as a unit of account. This accounting body is Evangeline and its component parts. Evangeline and Evangeline exchanges are the equivalent of the universal and local church. The Evangeline exchange is a franchise owned by its employees. Each member is a stakeholder who works for the organization and as an employee of the exchange, is paid a living wage by the organization for the work they do. All work done is paid for in prefers and all purchases are paid for in prefers. Evangeline as the test group will consistently outperform Babylon as the control group. Babylon is all organizations, groups, and persons outside of Evangeline. Evangeline is predicted to outperform them all. The simple explanation for this ability to defeat the Babylonian ways of doing things is that when people follow the Bible specialization is made the priority. Specialization is the single reason for progress. With progress comes civilization, and with civilization comes improved ways to specialize. Evangeline will be wealthier and more civilized than Babylon. This can be predicted and expected solely on the way the two systems are structured. Babylon is heavily weighted towards management, planners, and designers. Evangeline is weighted towards the servant. Servants add value to assets they do not focus on accumulating property. Social evangelists do not own assets. The assets in their possession are registered to the exchange, which they own. This is a concession to the system we are in. Evangeline exchanges are market serving a local community. The workers in the exchange own the exchange. Social evangelists in a town or city or neighborhood that they have turned into an evangeline exchange are the owners of their political jurisdiction. Social evangelists own the value they create as individuals and the assets that they add value to corporately. Exchanges serve as an individual EST. They are set up by three or more social evangelists creating a cell or local chapter. The test group merge assets into a corporate body or business identity. All social evangelists receive a credit to their prefers account in compensation for any value they have added to the exchange. $500 in cash or kind donated to an exchange is matched by 500 prefers being deposited into the donor's prefers account. The political, religious, and economic institutions of Babylon are an evangeline part of one organizational body called an evangeline exchange. 
The political jurisdiction of an evangeline exchange is a business and the business is a mission of the church. The exchange is owned by social evangelicals and it employs all its stakeholders. God is not a thing, he is the embodiment of truth. Only truth is self-referential and autonomous. The experiment is a comparison between naturalists who think the world is physically real and must operate on casualist principles and a social evangelicals who understand reality is conceptual. Social evangelicals argue mankind has nothing to believe in but faith itself. The experiment requires we put our faith in one another and in God as the source of our faith. If we cannot trust one another, how do we trust God? In the third installment, we will look at how to set up a financial system under the control of social evangelists. It will be through the evangelical credit union that the experiment will be funded and exchanges set up and expanded throughout every sector of the economy.